This is a Maverick Podcast Network production. What up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? This is Charlie Maverick, and this is the Mavcast brought to you by the Maverick Podcast Network. Happy holidays to you all. It is a great Friday afternoon. The weather is partly cloudy with a slight chance of rain in the nighttime like you care. <laughs> How you guys been? I'm here to talk about some tech with you all today. I know you like that. It's around the holidays. You're looking for gifts to buy others. Maybe last minute if you listen to this. Or you're looking for something to buy yourself with the money you got. Or, you know, just trying to treat yourself. I like to use this time to treat myself. You know, to kind of give back to myself. You know, some jobs give Christmas bonuses. Mine doesn't necessarily do Christmas bonuses. They used to back in the day, but now they do it towards the fiscal year. So... I am accustomed to trying to treat myself and say, hey, you know, if I was to get a Christmas gift, what would I give myself? And I just give myself. <laughs> so those of you that are doing the same thing, I know there's a lot of people that do that because there's such great deals out. I'm going to give you some ideas, um, some things to look out for, um, some creative you know, tricks. That will get you to the point to build out your smart home because there are deals upon deals right now on Amazon, Google Play Store, Apple Store for smart home products. Amazon's, oh man, they got deals all over the place it's ever since Black Friday. They call it Black November now because the deals last so long that used to be condensed to a few days. Don't you remember that? Don't you remember when Black Friday used to be like one day? That was a whole bunch of days. <laughs> and then you get the sales from the start of November all the way to the new year. Oh, man. Isn't that great now? Especially when you are shopping online and there's so much possibilities of things and you got all this going on. You don't want to frantically rush and, you know, get this impulse buy and regret it later and blah, blah, do returns and all that. It gives more time for people to be more thoughtful with their gifts, you know, get the deals because more things are on sale for longer periods of time. So you're not really trying to necessarily shop early, get it done, and blah, blah, blah. But you, you're more thoughtful about what you get. So you're getting out there and you're just looking for the best thing to get yourself to say self you did good this year you made it through 2021 second year of the pandemic and you're like hey what am i what am i going to give back to myself so if you've been listening to this podcast for years you know that i am a real smart home enthusiast i'm not one of those crazy ones the way you walk in the house you be like really dude i can't have anything function without it but i'm i'm there where it's functional and at the point where it's still cool but it's not like annoyingly cool you know <laughs> let me explain so i have smart lights on every lamp maybe except three lamps smart plugs I have smart speakers everywhere. Oh, God. There's one right by me. I had to unplug so it, I don't set it off. And I have, um, I have smart TVs. Um, what do you call over-the-top television watching devices, streaming devices? I have that. Laptops and all that. Well, everybody has laptops and all that. The lights that change color, dim, go on and off. You trigger some type of a routine, as they call it, or skill, whatever your platform uh, nomenclature is. You go out there and you say, hey, it's gonna brighten, darken, do all this it's cool stuff. 
So I'm at the place to where I can kind of give you some recommendations what to look out for. Now, let me take you on a journey. Let me take you on a journey. If this is your first time listening, let me take you on a journey because I don't want to I don't want to be that type of person that has you go back into the the past episodes or me have to reference in in the the description of the show certain episodes and that's a lot of work. So let me just take you on a journey back, a little backstory of where I came from from a, a few years ago to where I'm at now, where I learned what I got, what I think you should buy. All right. So so I don't keep going through that circle <laughs> of description. Let's get into it, shall we? So when I first started, I I wanted to get off in, in the smart home with lights. So let's talk about lights first. OK, now, smart lights are cool. Smart lights are the things that you is very convenient. And I said this on the show many times before, is that you, you remember or of course, you would remember if you don't have smart lights yet. But don't you hate when you have to go into a room and whoever designed the electrical running and stuff, put the light switch for the lamp or whatever, all the way at the opposite side of the entry of the door. And you have to walk into a dark room. Oh, man, don't you hate that? <laughs> Did you stub your toe or something? Right. So smart lights are for, you know, you can do your flex with that change color, do like little effects and everything. But it's it's kind of it gets you into that convenience factor of I'm really living in the future where I don't have to turn on the stupid switch when I get up. Uh, so smart lights, I think, are the the best thing to have if you have anything in a smart home. Let's start off there because that's how the that's how it started off with me, right? That's how it started off. I got smart lights. That's what did it. So, smart lights that I got was LifeX. I like LifeX. They're really expensive. They're like Philips Hue expensive, but they're different from Philips Hue. And I have Philips Hue lights too. And those are the main ones I'll I'll talk about because those are the ones that are the they say the king of smart lights so the difference between lifex and it's l-i-f-x and philips hue is the way that they're constructed so let's say lifex has a wi-fi radio and every last light bulb and then philips hue has a bridge which has that wi-fi hub and there's some beaconization, how it happens where it sends a signal from the lights to the hub. You could put a lot of lights, like a hundred lights on this one hub. And there's one Wi-Fi radio. Now, to, to make your decision of which one you get, because they more or less do the same thing. I'm not going to sit here and go through every last nuance of it because that's stupid and boring. And I, I went through that so you wouldn't have to. I sat through those YouTube videos, damn it. <laughs> so. Um, the bit, the benefit of having one Wi-Fi radio ping your router is just sheer bandwidth, right? Now, it, it's negligible most of the time, but what it really comes into play is when you have a group of lights and you want them to act in in tandem with everything they do. Let's say that you have a number of lights in your in uh, like kitchen. Right. Let's say you have LifeX lights in your kitchen. Right. And you tell your um, your phone, your assistant speaker, whatever you or whatever you however you control it, you try to get it to turn on and off. There's a good chance that one of those lights in that grouping, if you have LifeX, is going to not ping your router and it's going to fail. So it's going to say it's not available right now. It's offline. LifeX is known for doing that if you have enough of those lights. I have enough of them. I ain't going to say I got, I, I don't even know the number. I got a gang of them. And those are the first lights I really got because those are the ones that I really trusted. I, for whatever reason, I, I, I regret that decision because I really like Philips. Now, Philips Hue 
does not get as bright as the Life X lights, but who cares? I mean, really, really? Are you really measuring lumens? It gets bright enough. Trust me, it does. I when I got the Philips Hue lights, I lost my mind in amazement because I'm like, why didn't I go this route before? Why didn't I do the bridge thing instead of each Wi-Fi radio and each, it, you know when you read the LifeX description, you're like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool how they did that. But when you really in practical use, you're like, ah, this is annoying. And then you have to go over and reset the lights with LifeX. Uh, trust me at least three times a week i'm walking into the bedroom while my wife is in bed and i'm getting in bed and i'm pissed off i like i hate these effing lights <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you i hate them i hate them Ooh, i hate them but when they work they work well they have great special effects but when i got the phillips hue lost my mind everything worked flawlessly i never had to worry about anything being offline as long as the bridge is online and unless you unplug it or unless your internet goes out it ain't gonna go offline it's stable as i don't know what it's a great thing great thing to be stable because stableness makes it less frustrating when you're trying to show off for guests <laughs> trust me trust me i know this so the other thing about the bridge versus Wi-Fi connected lights, the singular Wi-Fi radio in every last light bulb is also the fact of people can accidentally reset your lights. Like guests come in and then they start using light switch because they don't freaking know how all this stuff works, right? So you want a seamless integration of it's, it's cool factor, but it's not annoying. Hey, come fix this thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, with the LifeX lights and some other lights, because I, 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 you know, I didn't learn my lesson. I got some cheaper lights. They work pretty much the same way without the special effects. They don't get as bright, whatever, but they're Wi-Fi connected by each bulb. And, you know, I deal with it, you know, whatever, you know, I, I don't learn. But here's the thing, you know. When people come over, they flip the lights on and off by the light switch. And if you got smart lights, you should you should be able to flip flop by normal and techie, you know, seamlessly. But I have to go in and reset. I, the, every time somebody comes over, no matter who it is, no matter how long they are, if they flip a light switch, I probably got to reset the light. It's annoying as hell. <laughs> it's annoying as hell. And I tell you how annoying it is because when you have to reset the light, it blinks. And you you have to stand there and frustratingly connect this thing back because not only do you have to connect it back, Wi-Fi connected to your phone or device, or however you connected it to or with, it has to ping the cloud server that it needs to connect to from whatever company that's running this thing. So, um, yeah, it's going to take you a minute. It's going to take you a minute. And LifeX lights are annoying to reset. I have one in the room outside of this podcast studio that I'm like, I'm just going to let it sit like it is because it resets itself whenever it wants to. I had another one that I don't know. It was too heavy for um, the hanging outlet that it was in. So it was in one of the ceiling globes. I guess the LifeX light was too heavy because if you put a Wi-Fi radio and everything into the singular bulb, guess what? It's going to be heavy. So it was too heavy um, and it shorted out, blah, 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 blah. So my advice is to get whatever you get, whatever, whatever lights you get, the functionality of it should, and the connectivity from it rather, should come from a bridge, a bridge. Whenever, what, and this is, <laughs> that's going to be ongoing theme, I guess. And I knew it, but I fought it. You know, sometimes you shouldn't just fight things. Sometimes you just roll with it. Because when you know better, you're supposed to do better. I did the opposite in some occasions. So basically, if you can buy something with a, a bridge, a Wi-Fi bridge to connect that one device or multiple, just get it. You save yourself a lot of trouble. I have not had any problems with any smart home device that I've had connected to a bridge. Not one. 
promise you. So that's the way to go. But the lights are cool. The the next thing, um, if you don't want to do the lights, you like I don't want to dim them. I don't want to dim lights. I don't want to showcase anything. I don't want to change the color. I just want to not have to flip the switch on the wall. I just want to, you know, control the power, blah, blah, blah. And this is cool around Christmas time, too. So sorry I got this to you late. <laughs> but um, so smart plugs are really cool. And this is why I got my parents um, instead of getting the smart lights, because I didn't want to have to play IT. Now, if you're getting something as a smart home gift to a person that is not you, and this is like an entry level thing. Even if they're an expert at enthusiasts, get them a smart plug. Smart plugs never go offline. They got Wi-Fi radios in every last one, of course, but they never go offline. Not once. Knock on wood. <laughs> this is knock on the wood. They, they have not gone offline once. They're stable as hell. They turn power on and off. That's their one job. You got one job. You don't have to, it's not like the lights where you have to, it, it goes on and off and dims and all this stuff. One job. On, off. It's one job. It's like a really easy line of code to, to write. You know what I mean? So why? <laughs> why would it mess up? But yes, uh, connected to a lamp, connected to a tree with the tree lights. You can turn it on and off. They got the real cool thing I did with my gazebo outside is I have one of those uh, outdoor smart plugs, smart outlets. Um, I think it was from Genie, the company, like spelled like the Genie in the lamp. Um, and I think the other name for it is Mercury. That's the child company name. But that works flawlessly. So I have it connected out there, connected to a light strip. And the fans in there, and I could just say, hey, turn on gazebo, it turns on the lights and the fans. Awesome. That wow factor never gets old. <laughs> when, when people come to your house and you're like, how'd you do that? Oh, I got to get one of those. It's just, it's, it's like, a, look, they're cheap. And I'm telling you, these are cheap. These plugs are cheap. Um, you can get them on sale in a group now for, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, inflation's gone up, right? But not to affect the smart home tech at all, I don't believe. So it's not a rising cost. It's actually discounted, especially on Amazon. What brand? Doesn't matter. They all they all roll up to the same four parent companies anyway, so it doesn't matter. You can buy five of, the, of a different brand of smart plug, and once you download the app, I, I, I found this. I found this to be true. Because everything has an app. When I download the apps for the plugs at my parents' house and put them in, um, it was apparently the same sister company as um, the lights that I have uh, speckled around the house here that are not Philips Hue or LifeX. But the apps just look different. I mean, the apps look the same, just different color. And you're like, huh, either they had the same exact app developer or this is the same company, parent company or something. Yes, the smart those those things are amazing, amazing. Now I do have a smart switch, only have one of those, and I suggest this to you: if you are doing smart lights and you have a dining room that has just get dimmable lights, don't get the don't get the smart lights. Prompt, trust me, trust me, trust me. Don't go out and get those smart lights, the candle ones that go into the chandelier. Don't get those. Don't get those. Don't get those. Mm -mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. You price yourself out of it, and you're going to be frustrated because when you when you have to replace them, and those are a lot. I'm, I'm going to save you some money, and it's going to be you're going to get the same results. Trust me. So, smart switch that is dimmable goes in the dining room. It costs what twenty dollars, I think. Put it in real easy. These the instructions for this stuff is easy. As long as you know how to cut the power and and you can you're not colorblind, I guess. <laughs> you know the red. Oh, what's that? You know, <laughs> you know you'll be fine. It, just, it took me what twenty minutes, and I'm not that inclined to do. You know, I I did used to run fiber optic at one point in my life, but <laughs> I'm 
I'm not, I don't have skills like that. I promise you, it was easy for me. So it's not going to be hard for you. It's not going to be hard for you. But what that did is it put it in sync when, let's say, if I want to turn on and off all the lights, boom, boom, it's, it's all in the same sequence. Or if I just want to dim the lights, because when we got the house, it didn't come with a dimmer in that room. It dims the lights. It's a sliding mechanism, goes up and down. Or if I can click it, goes on and off, do it with my voice, my phone, the speakers, blah, blah, blah. There you go. There you go. Done. All right. So what we go through so far, going through smart lights, challenges with that, smart plugs, another great option, and that smart switch. So whenever it feels right, and you can mix and match. You don't have to do the same thing throughout all the house but whenever it makes sense to do so just mix and match you don't have to have it uniformed everywhere or if you do that's fine this is your choice you can you can make it yours and not make it tacky what i like about the lights the switch and 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 the plugs it is is very um minimal minimalistic i guess it, it doesn't pop out at you and say hey i'm in a smart home Unless somebody does something. You know what I mean? It's subtle. That's the word I was looking for. It's very subtle. There you go. Yeah. So those three things are awesome for the, the person that is starting off getting into the smart home. All right. The other thing that I that I got was a thermostat, a Nest thermostat. Now, let me tell you about thermostats. Thermostats will help you um, or drive you crazy. Not because of the way it works, but it's the convenience factor of it. And then you start to obsess over temperature in your house. When you didn't used to do it before, you go down a rabbit hole with this stuff, man. I'm telling you. Because of the analytics that it gives you and the ability to really kind of let things, you know, dial in, pun intended, um, <laughs> to the temperature that you want, uh, you kind of use it like a toy sometimes. Now, if you let it do its thing, it could optimize energy costs. And that's what the secondary function of this is. Some would say primary function, but it is convenience. You know, you could turn the air on and off when you're coming, going, leave home, blah, blah, blah. That, that remote convenience factor is awesome because, hey, it's just kind of like the light switch, man. Why do I still have to walk up to this little piece of thing on the wall and move it with my finger? like a Neanderthal. <laughs> it's 2021, people. You know, and we're American. Hey, we're lazy in other things. Why not this? When it makes sense, like, come on, man. I'm just saying, why are you still getting up to change the thermostat? You're like, Charlie, why do I need, why do I need to have something like, oh, first world problems, I get up to change the thermostat. I'm telling you, it's annoying as shit. That's why that's why you want to change how it works now and also it, it, the, the analytics are great um i have the nest thermostat the nest learning thermostat there's a couple of them out there's the e and then there's the new one but the the kind of the second or third generation of the nest learning thermostat works great there's deals on this too you can get the equal b ones that are out there you know they they more or less do all the same things Just, just as long as you get, you know, look at the reviews. <clears throat> I would say Nest is the best one. Maybe Ecobee second. Honeywell has some out. But whatever's in your price range, whatever's, um, whatever function that mean more to you. I like analytics. I like the things that tie into your ecosystem. And if that's not your thing, oh, well, don't do it. But it is cool. Has it saved energy? I don't know, man, because the, you know, it feels like the power company is like, mm, it's cold out, you know, and it's COVID. Uh, they're not, maybe they're not going anywhere. They see, they kind of see the the energy um, cost things because, you know, they have analytics too. And they're looking at it like, oh, well, I guess they're not uh, going anywhere. So they can afford to pay more. I don't know if this is true or when extreme months where it's really cold or it's really hot, and even though you might have been on vacation, you're like, how is my bill this high? 
I don't know if it truly evens out to where it's kind of paying for itself. Felt like if you live in a more consistent climate of temperature, where where, where is that now? I don't know. It feels like it does do the job. Maybe how, where you live, apartment, the insulation, the direction, the faces to the sun, elevation, all those other things might come into play, but it is a dope thing to have in your home. And it's a decorative piece on the wall, you know? It is one of the things. Smoke detector is the, is the is the third thing that I did get. And I do I do recommend getting a smart um smoke detector. Now it's expensive. <laughs> Ain't cheap. It's like I tell you the nest protect carbon monoxide smoke detector has not lessened in price since its inception into the product line. I had this thing, oh my god, for I think for at least five, six years. I changed the batteries in it once. That alone, <laughs> you know, that alone in itself. And it's a really good thermostat. Really good though. It's worth it. If you only have to get one, that's worth it. Promise you. The way that it it smartly differentiates because of Artificial intelligence. God, I hate saying that. Um, what type of smoke it is? Is it a burning smoke or is it kind of like a misty, you know, humid smoke? You know, is it something that, okay, let me ignore that. Or should I let you know to get the hell out your house? One of those, it, it differentiates that. And it's real easy to turn off, you know, it's really good. Anyway, um, that could go into your holistic um, home security system if you build out that that way i don't know people people might start with their smart home with their whole security system nowadays i don't know however that's an idea for you now let's get to the meat and potatoes of or, or the nucleus of my smart home and the thing that i think other than the lights of course because you got to turn lights on and off is the most used item in the house or series of items in the house. Smart home speakers. Let's talk about it. I have, so when I first started out, first started out, I was using the Amazon Echo speakers. Loved it for music purposes. You know, for four smart speakers, used to always want to listen to music right but you had to either just again you're just going through those old school motions like why am i going up to this radio and pressing buttons <laughs> and then because you have to do that you probably don't play music that much when we first moved into the house and we already had the speakers mind you um the alexa speakers sorry <clears throat> the Amazon Echo speakers. We first had them. When we got into the house, there was a, a sound system in here, which is really cool. It's like an intercom sound system. Uh, so it kind of, once you get all your collective speakers together, it kind of simulates that kind of expensive hookup, but they don't have to wire into the wall. Now, what I, <laughs> some people have like Sonoses and all that, but here, here's the thing smart speakers change your life. Um, not just because you can do the whole commanding of playing music, but this is the nucleus of how you can control your smart home without touching your phone or any of the devices. You can do to your Amazon Echo, um, say, hey, turn off the lights, turn on the lights, turn this room, turn that room. And you can collectively put the lights, the plugs, and some other stuff into a group with your smart assistant. So it's either going to be Amazon. I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to set off for anybody's speaker. It annoys me when people do that. I'm sorry I said it before. I'm not going to do it again. But you get Amazon. And it sounds like a mix of that, but I just did that with my mouth. That's weird. Uh, or Google Assistant. So 
you can set it up in groups and just by telling that device to turn off the other devices total awesome you're in the smart home people you're in the game now not only are you playing alicia keys all day but you are in the game turning off lights and shit <laughs> you're doing something and then to play to play the music on top of that you dude let me tell you so i say this is the nucleus of the smart home because it is kind of like the hub they, they make it in a way to where you want to make your smart home speakers your hub for your smart home now i have the google nest whatever they are calling themselves now speakers and i love them i did have the amazon speakers i don't have them anymore now why because i like google more not because they it functions better but it's just a preference and that's what it comes down to preference the functionality is more or less the same give or take how you you know address the device and the response you get back but i'm so deeply entrenched in the google ecosystem i'm like why don't i why don't i just like get the speakers i have chromecasts already i have uh android phone uh i don't have any fire tvs now if you have fire tvs get get it get that man but i don't have that and then it works better with my Google profile, which is the nucleus of my existence, apparently. <laughs> Weird. Um, but I just I just like it. Now, there are there is a, a drawback now. There's a drawback. I do like the fact that the Amazon speakers don't have the annoying response to things not working like Google does. When something is offline or not connecting to the Google Assistant, it will send you on a sequence of I'm sorry messages that will make you want to say, shut up. And you probably will say, shut up. But be followed by expletives. Because sometimes you just want to like do it and not say anything back. Now, with the Amazon speakers, you can turn the response off. But Google, you can't. So you can say, hey, uh, uh, do it again. Turn off the lights. If the lights are offline, it could tell you that so there is an error, but it's not going to send you on a, a, a tangent of apologies. You can turn the response off altogether. It doesn't have to say anything back to you. Now, but that said, when it works, especially for searches, it works. And that Google is a search ad search company. And they're good at it. Amazon is a ad merchandising and it's not a search company. So there you go. And I like how it connects to my YouTube music account. That's already had it. So it made more sense to just have that, right? Didn't have Amazon uh, Music. I, I'm not an Audible subscriber. My wife is, but eh, it doesn't mean that much, you know, to me. To play it through my speakers. I like to use my speakers for podcasts listening. I like to use it for music listening. There is a house party in the Smith house at least once a week. Because when you feel the urge to hear a song, just yell to the speaker to play it, and it, and thou shall happen. <laughs> the dream, the genie in the box will grant your wish, and then you just go and you just go on your party, 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 party. There you go. My mother, <laughs> I call my mother, uh, Mama Maverick, and. Sometimes she's like, oh, I just got that. I just got the, um, uh, you know, the Amazon speaker just blasting Marvin Gaye sitting out here on the, uh, on the patio. I'm like, there you go. There you go. 
enjoyment for everyone. Enjoyment. I'm telling you. When you get your smart speaker and smart lights, you're going to be addicted. And not in a bad way. It's going to change your life forever. <laughs> now, what I will say, what I will say is if you're choosing your speakers, you want to be strategic about this. If you're not really that person is like an audiophile, you just want to hear the music. You don't want to hear like the 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 levels and layers of it. And you're not trying to be like all that, right? And you just want to have the sound and more or less control stuff by voice. Get the cheaper ones. Get the minis or whatever um, iteration. I think it's the Echo Dot. Get that. And not the larger speakers. If you want to get the take the best speaker that you can find from that brand and put it where the guest would be coming in. That way you can have the best quality music for your gathering. Put one in the kitchen for sure. And I'll say this, put one of the ones that have a display in your kitchen. It will change your life. Why? Why Why would it change my life, Charlie? Okay, I'll tell you. Because kitchen timers. You're like, kitchen timers? I don't need no kitchen timer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do it a few times. You won't go back. I'm telling you, it's a drug. You're like, set a timer, 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 set a timer. And you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. Set alarms. Set alarms. You set routines to have alarms. And when the alarms go off, it does stuff without you having to do it. Like the same stuff you asked it to do it, it'll do it like that. Just program it. It'll do it every morning for you. Play songs like, you know, the little clock radio. Or play that little, what was that in Groundhog Day? I got you, babe. You can have that play every goddamn morning if you want to. At 6 o'clock. And turn the lights on. And whatever you have connected to the coffee pot to turn that on, do that. Turn the Christmas tree on. Blah, blah. Sing a have a holly jolly Christmas. Do anything that you freaking want. But the displays are amazing because there's two things that it can do. If Let's say you're in a kitchen that's it doesn't have an open concept and you can't see the TV in the family room. You have a TV already. You get a service. Uh, here's, here's the reason why I like the Google stuff is because YouTube TV plays on the displays. So I strategically put the biggest display in the kitchen to act as a second TV if I need to. You know, you're all the way over there and you're not even in that room. So why play the big TV and have the sound like go all the way across the house? One thing. Why don't you just have it play like right there? Recipes. Awesome. YouTube videos to take you through the whole thing. And hey, if I'm cooking, why don't I watch the news or whatever's on TV live? Hmm. Just awesome. Netflix. Hey, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. You can use it as a Chromecast. Cast whatever you want. Cast whatever you want and watch it. But it's it's great for that. Changed our lives substantially. Then put the smaller ones so you don't get the you don't get the most expensive one throughout the house. The smaller ones, I put one in the, in our bathroom, change your life. Because when you go in, let's say you're getting ready for work, you're brushing your teeth, doing everything you're doing to groom yourself, you can watch the news. Another TV in the bathroom. What? Shut up, Charlie. You're doing too much. No, nah, seriously, no. And it's great for, let's say, if you want to, depending on the model that you get, you want to do video calls. There you go. Video calls, all that. Depending on the model, also, you can use that as a security camera. Um, the Nest, oh man, hold on. The Google Nest Hub Max. It's a lot of names. That one has a camera on it where you can, you know, just use it as one of those Nest cameras. It's crazy shit, right? I'm, I'm blowing your mind. Am I? Am I? If I'm not, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. But you know it's cool, though. You know it's cool. All right, all right, all right, all right. We cool, we cool. But yes, this, this, this is the nucleus, the most used thing that 
makes the smart home legit legit. Now you got your honorable mentions like, and I tell you, you, you got to get one of these. If you if but you got to get the others first. Now he now here's the thing: you get smart lights, the, the little stuff, the smart speakers. You get those first, then you jump to the big boys. Then if you are you already got this stuff, get something for the home security and cool factor. Get a doorbell camera. What? A doorbell camera? Everybody has a doorbell camera. You know those those news editorials segments, whatever they have, and they're like, oh, somebody got caught stealing packages. Let me tell you how good this thing is, man. You can tell when somebody's at the door, so you don't have to come to the door. Uh, you know, I love you people. I love everybody. But, you know, sometimes you don't want to talk to Jehovah Witness or anybody that's soliciting. Hey, if I offended you, I'm sorry. But y'all come at some awkward times. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm just trying to tell you. Don't, don't get offended. Thank you for tuning in. If you got to go, my bad. But I'm just saying, it's cool to see if somebody's actually stealing your packages or if your package never actually got delivered, but Amazon said it did. All those convenience factors are amazing. All those are amazing. I, I like those. And you can cast it on the tv you remember remember those those movies or the where they had those rich people having like uh the camera up on the tv say haha i saw you at the gate <laughs> you could do this with that you say hey smart assistant show me the front door boom 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 there you go and then if you have the nest the google nest ones uh they gotta do better with the names i don't want to say both company in one but if you have that, the Nest Hello is freaking awesome. So what happens is it's HDRs. And I think it's the best one out of them. It's, it's like most expensive, but whatever. Just get a, a doorbell camera. You don't have to get a specific one. So you feel like you're secure a little bit. It gives you, and, and it, all, it all depends on, um, what I want to say, the field of view, uh, the vantage point, is that what I say? The vantage point of different areas surrounding your front door. So depending on the field of view and the angle, it could point in the area of your yard that you can see shenanigans happen there too. So you don't need another security camera pointed to that direction. That's all I was wanting to say. There you go. So when you get up there and Hey, after you do that, get a smart lock. Now, I don't have a smart lock. I, I don't have one yet. I do plan to get one one day, but only when it makes sense because I go through the garage anyway. <laughs> you know, you live in the house and you're like, I don't want to go through the front door. I don't want to track mud into the entryway. You know, I just go through the garage. So I, I kind of don't need it. You know what I mean? You know, I got the garage door opener. That's my <laughs> that's my that's my smart lock. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. But it's nice to have as well because it's another level of security. Now there is somebody that says, you know, locks are just a suggestion. It's a cultural suggestion. Um now if they want to go in, they just kick your door in. It's just it's just a cultural dynamic to where we have this rule, like, don't walk in my house. And if the door is locked, that means I don't, I definitely don't want you in my house. Like, if it's unlocked, like back in the day, if you walk in the house and they don't know, you'd be like, hey, 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 what are you doing here? Now, if you, if you come into a house when the door is locked, that means you really, 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 really want to get in my house and I got a key. Because you had chances to let me know you was trying to get in, you know? You could have asked nicely, or you could have left. You trying to steal some shit, or you trying to kill me. So I gotta get you now. <laughs> go on a tangent, but it's it's all good for that. Now, when you get this smart home stuff together, and I'm not gonna talk about the streaming devices on that because yeah, that's a whole nother thing. But if you get these 
groups of things together, then you're living in the smart home without being obnoxious about it. You know, you are controlling things with your voice. You're having these nice special effects. You're entertaining. You have security. You have convenience. You're staying comfortable. But thermostat, I mean. And then you never want to turn on a switch ever in your life again. However, you will have to do some IT work. And you need infrastructure. Now, I will only touch on this a little bit because I did a whole episode on a mesh Wi-Fi infrastructure for your home to support all this. But it does depend on your home makeup. How many devices do you plan to get? You may or may not need a certain type of internet router, right? So to support all these devices, and I have over a hundred cumulatively, and that that's that's like that's like with mobile devices and laptops too. So again, I'm not obnoxious with it, but it's few. It's a few. It's a few out there now to support all that. Um, you need a mesh routing system if you have a home that is large in space to give you coverage to, to keep that speed going at a distance or, or some type of repeater. However you do it, you, have, you need coverage. Coverage is the main thing, not speed, to be important. So you might be doing things, the, you might be overdoing it, but you could be future-proofing yourself, you know? If you go out and get, go ahead and say, hey, I'm going to get the, the best Wi-Fi mesh router system that I can get, and you have a few connected items, hey, I'm not going to say not to do it. You'll be very happy. <laughs> but you're going to have to have that infrastructure. Now, when internet goes down, you're back to the Stone Age. That's, that's, that's the drawback I was getting to. Some point in time, and it depends on how, let's say, if you have power surges, have, uh, outages, you have rolling blackouts, you have all this stuff, more or less, it comes back on fine. But there could be something that went awry. And you're like, oh, crap, I got to deal with this. And it's probably going to be the smart lights. The ones that have the individual Wi-Fi radios, I mean. Your... Connected speakers probably come back real quick. Probably no problem. Probably no problem. That's how, that's how you say it. Probably no problem. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's always going to be a point to where you're going to have to fix this stuff or replace. Now, be very strategic where you spend your money to make sure that you're saying, hey, I'm not throwing my money at something that's not going to last me for a long time. You could go cheap on certain things, but not on everything, right? You go cheap on some lights that have low frequency of use or, or you know, um, um, low frequency of use or uh, uh, exposure to, to people, right? Kind of the same thing, right? So you're, you don't have guests coming in that, you'd have to do IT work with, you know, just like, oh, the light needs to be reset because I turned the lamp off by the switch. <laughs> yeah, so strategically put stuff where it needs to be. If it's in guest rooms, probably probably more than likely you need to have smart plugs instead of smart lights unless they are controlled by a hub. Promise you. Take my advice. So, at the end of the day, you're going to be the person Whoever sets this up, you're going to have to set it up and you're going to have to manage it. You're going to have to product manage this bad boy. You're going to have to IT this thing. And if you're giving a gift to someone else that is up in age, uh, I'm not going to even do that. I'm not even going to say up in age, but is not really technically inclined. Make sure you give them something that is not going to require them to call you for tech support knowing that you don't work for that company <laughs> like hey my light don't work and what do you want me to do 
called support, but you bought it. Man, look, that's not how it works. That's not how it works, man. Why why we what that will happen. I promise you. I promise you it will happen. <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. It will happen. But make those choices, make those strategic choices. There's sales everywhere. Cyber sales everywhere. Until the beginning of the year. And then you get into the TVs. Now, what I will mention before I go is if you're going to get a TV, make sure that you get a Wi-Fi connected TV or one of your streaming devices is uh, where it goes into the CEC port in the back of your TV. So that can be controlled by your voice. So if you have a Fire TV and you have the Amazon speaker and you plug it in a tap port, it controls the power. So you say, hey, turn the TV off. Dope, right? Telling you, putting you on to something. But TVs, you might as well just wait until right before Super Bowl to buy a TV. But add that to your smart home repertoire, and there you go. You are on top. You have made it. And I say welcome. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like this podcast and any of the other podcasts on the Maverick Podcast Network, I welcome you to follow me on Twitter at Charlie Maverick. Follow on all platforms of the podcast. Just go on, just go on your podcast application, type in the Maverick Podcast Network, and in descending order, you will see all the shows that are on the network. There is this show, the Mavcast, there is the Backyard Pitmaster Podcast, and there is Jesus Take the Wheel. All great shows, all great content. Now, if you would like to be a patron, please jump over to Good Pods and hit that tip jar. Tell your friends, subscribe, share. We're going to do some YouTube content for the Backyard Pitmaster Podcast to supplement some of the topics. And I wish you a great end of the year and a happy new year. I don't know if I'm going to podcast again before the end of the year. I probably will. Don't know, but just in case I don't talk to you again, be blessed out there. And you know, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just can't control. Sometimes you just can't control when the lights go out. But when you do, make sure you got a flashlight that is not dependent on Wi-Fi. Holla at your boy. This is a Maverick Podcast Network production.